Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. This is Janelle here doing another interview with a travel blogger I recently found, Chris. She is a travel blogger and content creator that has done a lot of traveling that I've seen off of her Instagram page. And I'm excited for her to kind of share her travel stories around the world. So first, Chris, welcome. Hi, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And for people that are not familiar with your Instagram or um, any of your other um, social media outlets, can you just tell us a bit about yourself, like where you're from? your education or work background and how does that tie into travel? Oh, wow. That's a good question. How does that tie into travel? But I guess I'll start from the very beginning. So my name is actually Christine and my platform, my Instagram, all my channels is Journeys with Chris. Some people call me Chris. (laughs) So Christine, but Chris, and it's my journey. So Journeys with Chris. So I started traveling about, I want to say six years ago. I was traveling maybe a little bit before that, but I didn't fall in love with traveling till six years ago. I had just graduated college. I, at the time I got my bachelor's in communications. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I know this sounds really typical, but it really is the truth. Like I spent four years in college. God knows what I had been doing. Okay. A little bit of partying, maybe too much partying. Um, so when I graduated, I just didn't have a plan and I wanted to figure myself out. And I had seen a few things on Facebook and I was starting to follow these like wanderlust accounts and everyone was just seemed to be backpacking across the world. I had traveled prior to 2015. I had traveled to Paris maybe two years before that, but that was just a family trip. I had family, I have family that lives in France. So it was very simple, come in, come out. Um, so then when I graduated college, I was like, okay, so what is the one thing that I can do? I decided to buy a plane ticket to go to Thailand. Thailand was what people did back then. And I wanted to be part of it. I mean, everyone was just backpacking and I had no friends to go with me. So I decided that was when I took my first solo trip. It was really nerve wracking. Absolutely nerve-wracking. I stayed in Thailand. I also stayed in Malaysia. So I did Thailand, Malaysia, and Turkey. 
um, of course, traveling on a budget. So I had to hit the maximum amount of places. With These are all by fun. yourself? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. That's really cool. But keep going. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that it was by myself. I mean, I remember landing in Bangkok and just crying. Like, what have I done? What am I doing? Freshly <laughs> 21. My age mates are getting internships. And here I am in Bangkok. I don't speak the language. And I only have a backpack. What is the next three weeks going to look like? I am by myself. Of course, I wasn't afraid because fear has never been an issue for me. Like I live life on the edge a little bit, but I was more so worried that I wouldn't find what I was looking for. I wanted to find myself. Of course, I found I found partying instead. And I came back and I just never looked back. At the time, I was more so focused on traveling and not blogging. And I think I didn't start blogging to probably like three years ago. However, I've been traveling for about six. So when I came back, I realized, wow, I really love this, right? I found the one place where I don't have to worry about who I am, like who I am or what I studied doesn't matter. And I could just be myself. I can meet people, we can exchange stories, or we could create new ones, make memories, and just live the best life. So then when I came back, I just kept going. So today I've visited over 19 countries, just about 26 cities. And I do this working full-time, that's the thing. I, I love my job and I love my career. I have a master's in corporate communication and PR. I love marketing but I also love traveling. And for now, doing both works. I know that everyone has this notion that once you're a traveler, that's all you want to do. And no, <laughs> I really I really find my career to be something interesting and something that I want to keep pursuing till God tells me otherwise. And I also really love traveling. So I'm managing and I'm finding a way to do both. And I'm, I'm not going to stop. I don't know if that's like the proper intro that you were looking no, for. That's, no, that was really good. I was going to kind of have a follow-up question with that. So I guess usually I save like advice um, questions for the end, but like what tips would you give to people that are looking for ways to better balance work and travel? Oh, wow. Okay. So I won't send you directly to my, um, <laughs> to my blog, but I have shared a little bit on there. So what I would say is, you know, usually it's a pandemic now and most people are working from home. It's a pandemic and I understand it's a pandemic and it could be like a tough time trying to travel. So I'm not gonna, I'm not here to kind of promote traveling um, on, during these times, but I would have to say like maximize your weekends, right? So that's something that I've learned to do. The, most of the time, the holidays kind of fall, could fall on a Monday if it falls on a Friday. You may want to take Friday to Monday off. Typically, I've done that. For Mexico, I saw Mexico in four days. Now, I didn't see everything in Mexico, but I knew how to take advantage of like a four-day weekend or use your PTO. I think that's a big one. Or you don't have to use your PTO. You don't have to take two weeks off, but you can use one day at a time and just learning how to take four-day trips, how to take five-day trips and things like that. And if you're working remotely, honestly, there's no reason why. Listen, please talk to management. I, I, don't, I don't want no problems. <laughs> but if you're working from, 
I'm not here to tell you how to run. Don't listen to this podcast and think that now you can just be running things at your job. Please, please, <laughs> please. Okay. Don't get fired. Um, we're just, <laughs> and we're just right. Right. I want to stay between the lines here, but I say, if you're working from home, then you should be able to maybe travel within the, the U S it's not always about catching international flights, but it's really taking that time off. Like stop, stop keeping the the pto time in the pockets like no use it that's why it's there i utilize four day weekends i use utilize holidays i utilize my pto days sometimes i use sick days okay you didn't hear this from me but that's that's how i keep kind of the balance between making sure that i'm traveling and i'm working at the same time Great. Well, we love to hear about honesty. <laughs> um, right. We know, yeah, don't do anything like super crazy and just not show up to work thinking like it's not going to cause any issues, but there are definitely exactly. ways to work around, <laughs> work around the typical nine to five schedule, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. And so I know you talked a lot about your personal travel account, um, Journeys with Chris, but I also noticed that you have another account. Was it Traveling Coco Girls? Yes. Can you talk I a little do. bit about that? Yes, absolutely. I'm, I, I love Traveling Coco Girls. So Traveling Coco Girls, it, it's an, not an account, but it's a platform. Well, it is an account as well, but it's a platform ran by myself and my two my two best friends. Denise Osei and Charlene Osei. So we traveled to Greece in 2017, I believe. Oh, that feels like forever ago. And so after traveling, we literally got the inspiration to create this platform while we were traveling. We woke up one day. So we traveled to Greece for our birthday. And when we travel together, we do a lot of reflecting time. Like, sure, we want to have fun, but it's just a great time to to get together and talk about like our goals, our personal goals, and what is it like? How do we want to impact the world? What are we doing? Like, what are some steps that we could take? Bounce ideas off of each other. I remember we. I remember waking up one morning and Charlene had this idea that we should create um, traveling Coco Girls because that was our hashtag. Coco Girls in Greece was our hashtag when we traveled to Greece. I. I believe that we were the first people to do it, but <laughs> you didn't, you didn't hear it here. Okay. So <laughs> just, um, it. just I'm, I'm just claiming it. So the, the reason why we've created or founded this platform is we wanted to change the perception of how black women travel. And what does that look like? Personally, we experienced racism while we were in Greece and we had the opportunity to talk about that with Travel Noir at the time. So we experienced racism. I, I I kid you not. Like, I mean, walking into a designer store, the way we were welcomed was not the same. I mean, we traveling from one island to another, the men were not even trying to give us a hand with our luggage. We got kicked out of a, a, a club for, for one of the dumbest reasons. But then again, that sometimes racism, when, when you experience racism, it doesn't always make sense. And so coming back from now, we wanted to talk about traveling as black women and, and traveling in luxury. Let me tell you something, in 2017, Greece was considered, and I don't know if it's still considered now, but it was a luxury destination. 
right? So the people there were not used to seeing Black people. Black people were not used to seeing themselves yeah. going to Greece. So that's the idea, like changing the perception of how Black women travel, because we deserve a seat at every single table. And we pour a lot into tourism and the economies and the countries that we travel to. So, you know, nobody can take our crown away from us. That's basically um, the essence of traveling Coco Girls. No, that's a wonderful thing. Um, that's kind of covers the um, the final question I always ask in most interviews, and it's why do you think Black women should travel? And hoping um, people are listening and they hear that and they just want to book a trip and we can see more of us out there. Um, and like what you just said on how it's kind of changing perception and um, places where people don't think Black people really go. Well, actually, like, we can go to Greece. We can go to all these different places. And I love um, the response you just gave to to that question or the basis of right. Coco Girls. Right, right. Um, I don't have the exact number in front of me, but Black people, can we contribute to billions and billions of dollars in terms of revenue and tourism. And it's just not spoken about, like, well, now it is. Now it is because we make, we we cover, like the numbers don't lie, okay? Black people bring a lot to the travel industry, okay? And it, it does, luxury, when you talk about luxury, we're the ones at the hotels, like these expensive hotels, we're the ones pouring into the economy. And not just on that aspect, but personally, right? It increases your confidence, being able to travel on your own, even just as a woman, you're stepping out of your comfort zone, you're trusting your in, your instincts, that builds your confidence and, and help like expand your personal boundaries, right? So that's a great thing. It just really empowers you as a person. And traveling also helps you build community, okay? Um, not necessarily, you may not find it easy to build community with the people out there that you're meeting but even just on social media do you know how many travel groups there are like it's just a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing and it's a beautiful thing to be a part of and again not that aspect of like pouring into the economy if we can do it why not do it and we do it so well and we're not just uplifting ourselves but we're uplifting people out of poverty and that's so important and we're also educating ourselves and we're telling our next generation that hey listen you're allowed to do this and you can do this right and it's just such a great educational opportunity literally traveling has changed my life it's made me just I'm more understanding of not who I am not just who I am but of my environment I'm more patient and I'm just learning so much more how to treat people and relationships and boundaries and just respecting others, especially when you step into a culture that you don't know anything about. So yes, keep traveling and just do it. Yes, and um, for everyone interested in following more of Chris's stories, I'll link her Instagram and the Traveling Coco Girls Instagram and the show notes so y'all can easily find it. Did you have any other like platforms you wanted to share with us on where we can find you? Maybe your website? Yes. So I am available. Journeys with Chris. It's just such a long word and I won't spell it because I trust that you just put that in there. <laughs> but <laughs> it's journeyswithchris.com. 
Traveling Cool Girls. Those are currently the two platforms that I'm on and I personally manage. Well, Traveling Cool Girls, we all share the responsibility of that. But feel free to send me a DMs. Again, my I, I really I'm keen on really trying to answer everyone and really offer advice to everyone, especially when you're starting out. If you even think about if you want to be a travel content creator and what does that look like, I'm always willing to answer questions. I'm journeys with Chris on everything like YouTube. I have a vlog, a travel vlog coming out, <laughs> hopefully by the end of this week. I went to Jamaica, so I'm going to be sharing that. And I'm also on Facebook, Journeys with Chris. So find me there and ask me all the questions. I'm here to help. Great. Thank you so much. And now I guess I want to get into the essence of the podcast, which is like your personal travel stories. Um, what is the most recent trip you have actually taken? And was it pre or post COVID? And if it was post COVID, how do you think your experience changed compared to what it would have been before? Okay. Well, right, right. Oh, that's such a good question. So I just came back from Jamaica probably a week or so ago. That was, yeah, definitely over two weeks ago. Is it two? I'm losing track of time. That's that's the pandemic for you. It's happening to everyone. <laughs> Don't right. Worry. Exactly. So I came back from Jamaica about two weeks ago. Um, this was my second time in Jamaica. So definitely different. Absolutely loved it. So the first time I went, I went by myself. When you travel by yourself, it's always a different experience. And and um these are personal memories and and it reminds me that this is my life and I'm living the best. I'm living it the best way possible. But it's completely different when you're traveling with girlfriends. I traveled with my girlfriend. Um, one of them was celebrating her 30th birthday. So we decided to do it a little bit different and we did it in luxury. Oh, wow. I have no words. Money is sweet though. It's sweet. Don't let anybody tell you anything else. If you have the funds, once in a lifetime, I would say try to do a trip like the luxurious way. It completely changes your, your perception. And I'm only saying this because I've done Jamaica like the regular way and it didn't compare this time. So the memories, they're so special. They're so special. We had so much fun. We did a lot of like private chefs and culinary experience and we did a few tours. Again, um, the difference between traveling before the pandemic and traveling during the pandemic is uh, the resort. You have to work in conjunction with the resort. So you can't just go out there and book your, your own reservations. It has to be approved by, by the government. The government has like kind of validated a few tourism companies that are allowed to operate during these trying times and everything has to be done in conjunction with the resort only because they're trying to make sure that everyone is safe and everyone is socially distanced so if you try to do it on your own you could get in trouble and you could potentially end up in a jail somewhere we don't want that so i think that's the one thing traveling during the pandemic is we have a curfew we have to be back home by 10 um definitely 
sanitization was really great. Everything is just being sanitized and temperatures are checked all the time, socially distanced and space between everyone. So that was really great. So I, I tested negative and I was able to step back in the, into the country. And everyone has this fear that, you know, now that there's a mandate that you have to test negative in order to re-enter the, the US, people were even more scared. But I would say do a little bit of research because a lot of resorts are offering services, COVID testing services where you don't even have to worry about it. I mean, when you stay at a resort, it's a vacation. You can just stay there the whole time and never even step out if you wanted to. But then again, when you don't step out of the resort, it takes away from the experience. It takes away from, you know, interacting with the locals and that cultural part. So I had fun. I had so much fun. We socially distanced. Of course, we weren't at the nightclubs, which is different, right? Because of the pandemic. Um, but it was a wholesome experience. It, it was a big girl's trip, right? I feel like a woman now where you can just get together with girlfriends and you could celebrate life and you could do it in a way that you're not necessarily hurting anyone because I'm going to talk about the pandemic a lot. I understand that I traveled during the pandemic, but I just want to emphasize that we were socially distanced and we did everything we could in regulation to make sure that we're not, you know, um, jeopardizing the life of anyone. Does that answer the question properly? I, I tried to cover all the bases. Yeah, no, that was plenty. That was a um, a good in, like experience, like a good explanation because I had done Jamaica, I think, in December of last or twenty nineteen now, and that yeah. was kind of right before. COVID got really big because when did COVID start like March 2020 something like that anyway so I had done Jamaica like right before then so I remember it being a very lively experience you know going to the clubs being around people and it was also like a resort luxury situation like you were talking about so I know how much fun that is and how exciting it is so I was just wondering like is it still fun to go without all of that? Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, still fun to go. It's definitely still fun to go. I mean, just traveling on its own, it's it's just relaxing. You're not going to be having stupid fun because you're not going to the clubs and stuff like that. But right. it's a pandemic. What do you expect? Yeah. But you have more fun than you would just staying in the house. Well, you'd be safe in the house for sure. But um, yeah. 100%, 100% think um, Jamaica. Jamaica is a go for me. Okay. The food is awesome. So, yeah. Oh, definitely. I miss the jerk chicken. Oh, man. <laughs> for sure. Don't get me started. But <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to um, go ahead and move on to the next question, though. Um, while okay. Jamaica sounds really fun. Um, from all of the trips that you've been on, what would you say was your favorite trip or your favorite thing about a certain trip? Wow. Okay. So you're asking me to recount like 19 countries. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> 19 countries. What what country was my favorite? I actually have a list because, you know, I can't keep up. So I'm trying to look at it right now. Um, wow. Traveling with girlfriends is always awesome. I would have to say, so Greece was top tier, right? Like it was, it was top tier. However, however, I love Southeast Asia. 
I've been there twice already. So I did the first time, like I said, I did Thailand, Malaysia, and I did Turkey the second time. And I was actually supposed to go back last year, but the pandemic, but the second time I went, I think 2019, I did Indonesia, Vietnam, Cambodia, and Thailand. Thailand is like my home. I love Thailand special place in my heart. So Indonesia, Vietnam, Cambodia, and Thailand, that combination is out of this world. I cannot tell you what my one, like every single experience, I'm super excited even talking about this was just one of a kind. Like I love Asian like culture. I love the food. I love the people. I still remember like just dancing on the street, like at 3 a.m., just partying, partying for no, like with strangers, complete strangers, eating weird things like frog legs and like crickets and trying all these weird things on the side of the road. Like, but just time of my life, I, those memories are so special to me. And sometimes I wish I could go back, like, and then the weather is just amazing. It's giving tropical vibes, right? Like Thailand, Thailand gives tropical vibes all the way, but Cambodia also gives culture. But there's um, what is it? Not not what are all those? What do they call temples? Ta- Cambodia has all these different temples and the history. Like I was waking up for to catch the sunrise. I'm a sunrise person, so I caught the sunrise over the temples in Cambodia and Bali like I hung out in the monkey forest and just that was so awesome and um I did what the waterfall I forget what it's called there's like this famous waterfall in in Bali and then in Vietnam I stayed like at a not a hostel I forgot what is what is it uh oh god I forget I forget but it's out in like the the country the on the countryside with complete is it a steadfast or something like that I forget mm. what it's called it's like you stay with strangers we stayed with strangers but like at this it's not a hostel but it's like it's like it, but it's also not a hotel I like forget a, um... what that like a bed and breakfast type thing? Yeah, yes, but there's a name for it. I totally forgot. But we left like the city and we went into um, Chiang Mai and mm. we did, it's a countryside, just exploring and like hanging out with the locals and seeing everything that like Vietnam had to offer probably three, four hours away from Hanoi. So little things like that. It's not just coming in, like staying into the main city, but really getting involved and, and, and getting a taste of the actual experience. And then I think food is really a big part of exploring a culture. And all across the board, the food was incredible. I, I absolutely love Southeast Asia. And I would just really recommend that once in a lifetime. This is like Jamaica. you guys should try for sure yeah I've done I haven't done as many countries as you but I've been through Thailand I've done Phuket and I've done Bangkok and did you like Thailand I did I love it a lot I I love um Phuket more than I liked Bangkok 
but that's just because I love like the beach and <laughs> um, yeah. just like being in a bathing suit all day and enjoying the water and everything. But yeah. I would definitely recommend it. I really do want to do like Bali, Cambodia, Vietnam. Like I want to go to definitely more places, but yeah, it is a beautiful place. I heard place. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka is pretty nice too. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely try it. Definitely. But once again, we are kind of like wrapping up out of time. I'm going to ask one more question, though, to close out. And it's just okay. to see if you have any upcoming travel plans coming up. Um, is it are you still planning for things or is it just kind of like happening as it happens with COVID making things hard to plan? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you, you answered the question. <laughs> you answered <laughs> the question. You answered it. Uh, I don't, you know, knock on wood, I've, I, I don't, I actually never speak about my travels because I don't know if it will happen. Not because I'm being super secretive. However, I, I want it to come to pass, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to tell people and it's like, oh, she said she was going here. What happened? She never did it. So um, I don't know. I'm, I'm planning. You guys would just have to keep up then. You guys would have to follow me and say hi and <laughs> we could become friends on social. But I, I have a few destination in mind this year. And again, it's just such a crazy time. And I don't know if it's going to happen. But if it does happen, oh, man, you'd be glad. I, I Please join me on this journey. You would love it. You would love it because I'm super excited for where I think I want to go. I'm not sure yet because it's not locked in, but it's in the making. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that answers the question. No, I get it. I'm literally in the same boat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so if stuff happens, stuff happens, you know, like a lot of travel plans are postponed or canceled. Yeah. So like my, I, what last year has taught me is to just like not get my hopes up for anything. And we'll just, exactly. <laughs> we'll just be happy if it works out. <laughs> I didn't even know I was going to Jamaica till I went. So it, it, <laughs> you, you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. But thank you again for doing this, Chris. Your link or your um, Instagram, all your profiles will be in the show notes. So if you guys are interested in following her story, um, make sure you give her a follow and like keep up with everything that she's doing. And also, Chris, if you do any other interesting trips you want to share, feel free to reach out and we will do another interview. and We can definitely talk we're, about it. <laughs> we're family now, okay? So right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Thank you so much for having me. I had a, such a wonderful time. <laughs>